Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 63, Rebel Against Easy. Hello, hello, hello. How are you guys? I am good. <laughs> it is Tuesday. I'm recording this podcast and we are in the throes of the fears of the coronavirus. So I'm okay. I'm thinking about the coronavirus and fear in our society and the impact that that fear has on our lives and our society and the stock market and people's safety and all of it. And um, I'm just sort of sitting with it right now. I am supposed to travel this weekend domestically. My plan is today to keep going and tomorrow it may change. That's the thought I'm continuing to use and I feel it sort of neutralizes me. It's today the plan is to move forward. Tomorrow it may change. And I feel okay with that. Like, And then that sort of settles my brain and you know, I come back to the facts about what I know for today and you know, the facts are that there's only two cases in where I am in North Carolina that we know about, and it hasn't turned into an outbreak in any of the areas that I'm planning on going. And I've talked to people in outbreak areas all over the world, and I think that the media and the news coverage definitely is instilling some fear in us, and it's really hard not to um, get wrapped up in that. So I've been finding myself you know, reading all the articles and looking at the flight, you know, emails from the different airline carriers and going on the CDC website and asking other people their opinion, like I'm going down that path. And I don't want to allow myself to do that too much because there's bigger work here, (laughs) right? We want to help people stop over drinking. We definitely don't want to be drinking and buffering when we feel this way, right? Because that's not going to help us move forward. And it's not going to really help us stay safe, right? So if we really look at what we're trying to do to make sure we, you know, have good hand sanitation and protect ourselves from getting sick and protecting our um, at-risk populations, the elderly and the compromised uh, immune system population, um, buffering (laughs) and reading articles and not doing our work is not going to help that, right? So I'm trying to manage my mind in that regard. Um, but everything else is great. I'm, I feel good. I'm excited about my travel that I have planned this year. And my thought, today I'm going, tomorrow it may change, is going to serve me. So I recommend that you guys all find a settling thought for yourself that can kind of pull you back and get you back on track to keep moving, moving forward with your goals, right? You know, we could miss a whole six months of our lives and sort of be paused here and stay stuck um, if we let it. And you don't have to. You can still keep making progress with the things that you want to do in your life and stop over drinking and do all the things, right? So today I'm talking about how we want to rebel against taking the easy way. (laughs) Imagine that. So to sort of back it up, I want to talk about and just give you a brief recap on why we overdrink and overeat in the first place. So in the most basic sense, it's because you aren't willing to feel 
the emotion that you are currently experiencing in the moment when you decide to overdrink or eat when you're not hungry. Okay, so if you think I just want to relax or I need a glass of wine to help me relax or I'm bored or I'm stressed out or I don't want to feel anxious right now at this party and then you drink, it's because you aren't willing to feel the current emotion that you're feeling in that moment. Okay, so you're looking to alcohol or food to help you feel something that you currently aren't feeling. And when you drink from this place, you train your brain to seek alcohol to feel better instead of learning how to feel better on your own or just being with that negative emotion. And if you do this over and over again, over over a length of time, you will develop this over desire for alcohol, meaning you think about it a lot. It becomes your go-to to relieve stress, to unwind, to entertain you, to make you feel happier. And then when you try not to drink, it's really hard because you've developed this over desire for it. Okay. And the good news is that you can learn how to feel so you don't seek alcohol or food to make yourself feel better. And when you learn how to do that, this is a skill that you can learn, you won't overdrink anymore because you won't need alcohol, right? You've got it on your own. You can feel these things and it's not a problem. So in the most basic sense, again, we are choosing to continue to overdrink or overeat or over shop or over Facebook, right? Or over Netflix because it's easier than not doing those things. It's easier to do what we know how to do so well then sit there and be uncomfortable and not do it, okay? Our brains are developed for survival. (laughs) And I think this coronavirus issue is a really good example of that, right? We're like going back in the cave. There's so much fear around it. We're, We're halting everything, right? And we can see that in effect. I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that. We're our we're programmed to do that to survive as a species. And sometimes it helps us, right? Like I canceled a flight to Ireland this weekend because I don't want to, I don't want to be separated from my family. Right. And so I don't want to experience that uncomfortableness and be, um, quarantined. Right. So my brain in this type of survival mode chose to not do that, to stay safe in the cave and not go international because, I don't want to die, basically. That's what, you know, my brain helped me make that decision. Um, Not that I'm going to die from the coronavirus, but like I would be really uncomfortable. Um, It would not be a good situation if I weren't able to get home. All right. So our brains are developed for survival and we are motivated as humans to avoid pain, seek pleasure and conserve energy, i.e. taking the easiest way. Okay. All day long, we have this survival motor running. And so you've developed a drinking habit. You want to stop and feel an urge or you feel anxiety about it. Your brain thinks that you are in pain and its job is to avoid pain and seek pleasure and save energy. (laughs) This means when you feel the urge or anxiety or whatever emotion feels painful, you will drink because it's easier because drinking will help keep you safe. Do you guys see that? You understand? When your brain senses pain, its job is to protect you from dying. So it motivates you to take action to avoid death, right? But right now, the only pain that we're suffering from is emotional pain, right? We're not in physical pain, right? We're just the the vibration of those negative emotions are painful for us. So 
now that doesn't really apply because we're in a modern time. So this motivational triad is getting in the way of us evolving to the next best version of ourselves. Okay, so it will deliver emotions that drive your actions to keep you safe and alive, like an urge, like anxiety, like fear, like frustration, like anger, right? Shame, doubt, all of those types of emotions. Stay with me here. (laughs) This is really life-changing information. I just discovered a way to explain it that makes sense for everybody. All right. I think (laughs) our emotions are like our maps. They guide us to move us into action. Okay. Our feelings as a human being drive our actions every day. Okay. So to get up in the morning, to go to work, to take care of our kids, to get to the gym, to pay our bills, right. To do whatever we're doing is driven by our emotions. So our emotions are our maps. They guide us to moving into the next action, okay? And we have a primitive mapping system and a higher mapping system. Our primitive mapping system is when we take action from our emotions to avoid the pain, okay? Our primitive mapping system runs from the motivational triad, seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and conserving conserving energy the easy way. Some actions we take to avoid pain, And when I say pain, I'm talking about emotional pain here. Some actions we take to avoid emotional pain and to seek pleasure are drinking, overeating, shopping, Netflixing, Facebooking, that type of stuff. And those actions will keep us safe and stuck, okay? When we take these types of actions, we don't evolve. We don't grow to the next best version of ourselves, right? Our higher mapping system is when we choose to feel on purpose, Okay, then we can direct ourselves in the way we want to go. So when we choose to feel our feelings on purpose, we say yes to emotional pain for the sake of our growth. This looks like feeling an urge and being present with it instead of drinking. Okay, when you decide to feel on purpose, you grow and evolve to the next best version of yourself. When you choose to feel that emotional pain on purpose, you aren't driven by the easy way. You are driven by the part of you that has goals like to stop over drinking. So you guys just need to make a choice. Do you want to be driven by your primitive mapping system that guides you to stay safe in in the cave and stuck? Or do you want to be on the higher mapping system that guides you to growth and change and to accomplish your biggest goals and your dreams? And there is no right or wrong answer here. You just get to decide if you want to evolve past the overdrinking issue or not. And so by choosing the higher mapping system, you will evolve, you will change, and you will accomplish your goals. And I want you guys to look in your life and notice which mapping system you're on in all the areas of your life. Look at your job. Are you here because it's easy? You have an easy schedule. You have lots of time off, right? And like going out and finding a new job or a new career, you'd have to start all over, right? It would be uncomfortable. You might have to work a lot longer. You might have to prove yourself in that new job for a while before you have this flexibility and cushiness that you have now, right? (laughs) That's you choosing the the, uh, primitive mapping system, okay? What about in your relationships? Is it easy and comfortable doing the same old things over and over again? Or are you trying to be more vulnerable and take it to the next level and putting yourself out there more, right? Think about your alcohol relationship and what's going on there. Are you doing the same old things? You're not willing to try something new, right? You're not willing to take a longer break from drinking. What is that? 
Notice which mapping system you are on in all of the areas of your life. Okay, I'll I'll give you an example about people who sign up to join my small group coaching program. Okay, so a lot of you come, we talk on the phone, you want to change, you see the goals clearly, and you think the program and my coaching would be awesome. And then I invite you into the program, we go over the details of what you'll do inside, and then I tell you the price. And your automatic brain, your primitive brain goes, oh my gosh, I can't afford that. How can I possibly pay that much? I don't have that kind of money or... I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. What if it doesn't work? That kind of thinking. And then you feel this frustration or disappointment or bummed or you might be angry. And then those feelings drive your decision to say no. Okay. That is you taking action from your primitive mapping system. Your brain is like, oh, hell no. That would hurt like hell. What if I fail? How am I going to figure out to pay for that? What if I spend this money? It doesn't work. And so we must avoid that pain at all costs and say no so we don't have to feel the pain, right, of failing or spending money on something that may or may not work, right? So we can stay alive and we stay safe in our caves. Even though we're really uncomfortable right now with over drinking, at least we know this. We don't know what's out there, right? We don't know what's going to happen if we invest and go big in our lives and you know, tackle this over drinking issue and learn how to feel and manage our mind, right? Like the idea of that is just like, oh, no thanks. <laughs> and so we stay safe and comfortable with what we know, even though it's not really comfortable, right? And and if you're doing that, if you're taking action from that negative emotion and you're making those decisions from that negative emotion, the result that you get in your life is that you don't evolve. You don't take an opportunity to change your life forever, So you don't have to be on this primitive mapping system if you don't want to. You can choose to feel uncomfortable on purpose. You can see an opportunity here to be willing to feel uncomfortable and ask yourself, well, how can I think about this in a way that will help me achieve my goals? What if it wasn't supposed to be easy to stop over drinking? (laughs) Guess what? It's not. It's not supposed to be easy to stop over drinking, right? If it was, everybody would have figured this out by now. It's going to be hard, right? It's supposed to feel hard and uncomfortable for you to come up with money and to join the program and to question your you know, thoughts and look at how you're approaching all the areas of your life, right? And to do the daily work and to show up and be vulnerable and get coached. It's not supposed to be easy, okay? You've been choosing the easy way for years. It's easy to just keep doing what you're doing, okay? It's easy to come up with excuses of why you can't do it. That's easy. Easy isn't going to get you to your goals. Easy is just going to keep you safe and stuck where you are. So if you're ready to take the hard way and the less comfortable way and figure it out, you have anything available to you in your life. The moment you say, I'm choosing to feel uncomfortable on purpose, I'm going to feel all my feelings and not let them drive my behaviors of drinking or eating or watching too much Netflix or avoiding The moment you say, I'm done doing that, I'm going to do this and it's going to be uncomfortable and hard, but the other side of that is something that I can't even imagine the possibilities being, then go for it, right? The worst thing that can happen, think about this, the worst thing that can happen about you following your dreams and whatever it is, right, is that you are right here. That's it. The worst thing, the worst is already happening, (laughs) Right? So what are you willing to risk? You have to be willing to risk to grow, okay? 
The women who say yes to, you know, going back to my example, and they figure out the money and they don't let their first thoughts about their inability to do it, or they doubt themselves or all that stuff. They think, how can I earn the money? How can I figure out how to pay for this? I'm doing whatever it takes to solve this problem. Okay. And those women who have a scrap a little and willing to sacrifice some things and they're willing to challenge themselves and show up in the group setting and share their struggles and failures. Those are the women who succeed. They show up, they attend the coaching calls, they do the work inside the program, they accomplish their goals and they have a shit ton of failures and it's hard and they do it when they don't want to and they're all in. They rebel against easy. I rebelled against easy in my own journey to stop over drinking and to lose 55 pounds. I was done with easy. I was done with just following a diet program or looking up on Pinterest for low carb recipes and tracking points. Like that was easy, right? I thought the answer was outside of me. So I'm like, I'm just going to follow this plan. Just tell me what to do. It never works. Okay. You have to figure that out, out on the inside. Okay, following a diet plan or some program or something like that doesn't work because you are still driven by those negative emotions, right? You have to change the way you're thinking. You have to change. You have to learn how to feel for this work to be permanent and for you actually to make a lasting permanent change with your relationship to alcohol and food. Okay, and most people take the easy way. (laughs) They really do. Most people won't choose discomfort on purpose. But I personally like doing things that most people don't do because I'm a rebel. (laughs) I always have been and I always will be. I like to go against the norm and this work is going against the norm, y'all. All right. Rebel against the easy way, you guys. Notice when your brain likes to say that's too hard or that's, you know, I don't want to work that hard or... I, that's I'm going to have to feel uncomfortable and and choose to do it anyway. Okay, rebel against the easy way and watch your life change. If you want to learn more about this, I'm teaching a an hour long class on Monday, March 16th at six o'clock Eastern time. It's called How to Feel, and I'm going to go deeper into this and I'm going to teach you how to feel instead of be reactive to your emotions. The link to register for that class is in the show notes in the podcast. And if you're ready to go, if you're ready to just start rebelling against the easy way and you're ready to join my program, I'm enrolling people. I've got a few more spots left for March and I would love to have you. So get on my calendar. There's a link in the show notes to request a 20 minute phone call, but only if you're ready, only if you're ready to say enough is enough. I'm going to show up for myself and do the uncomfortable thing and call Angela. (laughs) I'll see you next week. Bye. Love you. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Bye.